Let's begin that adventure. The bombs, they're dropping. The bombs, they're a-dropping, Tony. Good morning. Good morning, Brock. How are you? Well, I'm lovely. It's lovely outside. It's lovely to be here. It's lovely to have Johnny B working Hello, the board. Johnny B. Yeah. I'm excited about the show. Well, well yeah. Well, why is week. that? Why yeah. is that? Yeah, there's all kinds of good stuff happening, yeah. man. We gotta we gotta jump into it immediately. I oh, think we're just gonna dive right in. Yeah, I think so. But uh, man, real quick, Brock, uh, our truitnewsradio.buzzsprout.com, where yeah. you can find all the podcasts and all. That's ground zero. It's been a battle. Oh. It is a battleground this week. Uh, Sam Scalisi is a man of the Ooh. people from last week, and so is George Cowgill, who yeah. were both on last week, and right, they have right. been climbing the charts over there on the podcast downloads. Oh, I uh, love it. Sam has shot up now to number three all time. Good grief. So he's only trailing uh, Mitch Claiborne and uh, Kate Allen. Oh. Yeah, those yeah. were both. Uh, Mitch is still yeah. like far and away. He had a following. Yeah, uh, he did. But, uh, yeah, uh, Sam is, uh, has zoomed into third place past Tom McLeod on there, but who uh, also had a pretty good amount. Oh, so, for sure. Uh, it's been uh, been fun to watch that this week. I don't yeah. know if you kept up with it, but yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, I got a little buzz spread. I get, I get the email. They tell us how many uh, uploads. Yeah. And listen, if you're listening, upload. There's plenty of good in, uh, interviews out there. All the interviews that we've done, they're available individually, or you can download an entire show. But TruitNewsRadio.buzzsprout.com. Hey, I'm pretty sure today's the first day of deer season. We were just oh. talking about it. Uh, uh, so if anybody's out there listening in the woods, man, yeah. knock, knock one down. Yeah. We uh, hope, yeah, we hope not to spook one. We hope, we, we wish you uh, yeah. good luck. Well, hey, I'm Tony Truitt, Truitt Insurance and Bonding. Uh, appreciate you listening to Truitt News Radio with us this week. I'm Brock Murphy with Brock G. Murphy Law Firm. Love to help you with some small business or construction needs. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Brock, we were on the road this week. We went over yeah. toward Emory, you know, on our college tour thing. In hot uh, Atlanta. In Atlanta. I had never been there, didn't know where it was, any of that. But, yeah. uh, man, pretty place. I don't know, if again, if we will end up there or uh, can afford going there or any of that stuff. But, uh, man, the place was awesome. And the guy that took us around, he had the greatest point. Uh, he was a student, and uh, he, was, he was showing us the dorms, and yeah. he was telling us there's kind of two types of dorms. He's like, there's the traditional – you know, where you have the two two beds in a room and, uh, you know, you share the room and the you have a, a, a bathroom down at the end of the hall that everybody yeah. shares. You Basically know? like a prison cell. Yeah. So you have that <laughs> going on. And then you have this new level of suite yeah. where everybody has a room that, you know, you share a bath. But he's like the difference, you know, um, if in the suites, like you were responsible uh, for taking care of the bathroom and all. And he's like, and it turns out. You need to clean those way more <laughs> than you think you do. You know? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. there's a lesson college is going to teach yeah, you right, right off the bat. So. Yeah. How to take care of yourself yeah. after college. But man, we had bonds flying all week at the office, and uh, we signed up some new home and auto stuff this week. So oh, that's good. Um, Matt has a bunch of stuff going on. Frankie has a bunch. Uh, man, it was it was active, so it was a good week. But I'm tired today uh, yeah. for being on the road. And we went to the John Carroll game last night. Didn't turn out great, but. Uh, they're trying hard. Well, hey, listen, uh, by the way, talking about high school football, it turns out you, underneath your your main shirt there, are wearing your polka dot yeah, shirt. We're, we're, I, am, yeah, yep. I am wearing the polka yep. dot shirt. And for folks who are listening, this time last year, it was kind of fun for us to go out and talk about uh, interesting mascots for high school football teams around the country. And we landed on the polka West Virginia dots, the dots. Yep. So they were the polka dots. And by golly, they went 10-0 and 0 before the West Virginia Hoover High School beat them. But we were watching this year. They weren't doing so good. And a team called Independence High School beat them 70 to 8. That's a lot. And Independence is now 7 and 0. Oh, they've scored 396 points 
Only 24 points have been scored against them. Polka scored eight of those, but it turns out literally at 70 to eight, that eight points was scored against the JV defense. Uh, two weeks ago, they they stopped the game with 10 minutes left because of an on-field incident, uh, but they were up 44 to 16 against Bluefield. One of those touchdowns was a kickoff return, so they've only given up eight points as an actual defense, and they've scored 396. They beat that's the man. Year. Yeah, that's this year. They they beat the man hillbillies, yeah. man high school hillbillies. Another great name. 52 to nothing last night, so they continue to roll. Well, man, uh, you know, all of that's beginning to wind down again yeah. for the year, hard to believe. But, yeah. uh, hey, I, for, uh, I also went to the Kinetic Cup over at Jay yeah. Brandrup's office. I hate I missed this. Jay I has one of the you know coolest offices in Birmingham. Sure. And uh, he's in the old, uh, what was it, the station nightclub yeah. he bought and turned into an office years ago. But he's got like a kind of a, uh, I don't know if you call it a pitching green or whatever on the <laughs> rooftop of this yeah. thing. So he has the Kinetic Cup every year. And, um they have a, a tournament that winds down, and uh, so I got to run by there real quick. But uh, Charlie Hussey was the champion this year. Oh, is so, that right? Yeah. Yeah. So he took the trophy home. What do you do for the Kinetic Cup? You're just, just simply putt? Yeah, you, you like qualify for this thing oh, okay. by going up there and screwing around. And then uh, they had a tournament with like, I don't know, 20, 24 people oh, are actually man. in the tournament, and yeah. you, you wind it down, yeah. and uh, Charlie took the took the title. Good heavens. But it's actually a big uh, fundraiser for the uh, the Charge Foundation, I believe is what it's called. And, okay. Uh, so uh, they raised money for that off of it. But they had another good crowd up there. And uh, Jay Great. is super good guy, you know, and uh, he does a good job promoting all this stuff. But uh, I, d- I didn't get into this last week. We went to the Pitbull concert last yeah, week. Yeah, you had a Had that. a lot of good a lot of good fun. But this, this goes under me getting old. Uh, Iggy Azalea was the opening yeah, act. And right. um, I'm not familiar. I, th- I was yeah. thinking Iggy Azalea was going to maybe be some kind of pop yeah. You know, something, maybe maybe even like a, a, a Jamaican, you know, a yeah, Bob yeah. Marley type. Yeah, but who uh, knows, right? Turns out not. She, no. She's a rapper. From and, Australia. Uh, yeah, and I, I can't believe I've turned into the age where I'm going to say this, but she was dirty. Uh, <laughs> she, 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 uh... I was I was offended, yeah, yeah. And, right, uh, right. and I found that hard to believe. But, she uh, used the words. She holy, used lots of words. Holy cow, and danced words. in an exotic way that, oh, okay. uh, yeah, yeah. yikes, man. Yeah, twerking. But, mm-hmm. uh, well, you know, you, you had meant to change the subject real quick off of Iggy Azalea. Um, you mentioned Emery, and to bring it back to a show alum, right, Corey Lee Williamson. Yeah. And uh, she got to kind of show off her her efforts this year with the Trojan Day, right? Yeah, they Daniel had Trojan, Trojan Day, Day last weekend. Yeah. You know, we had, when we had talked to her, they had talked about it, but they had a, a big turnout for that. Yeah. Uh, she said it was, I think, 20% larger than – um, than the past few years, so they were yeah. thrilled with it. And uh, it goes back all these colleges. You know, they're doing a great job recruiting people. They're all having monster classes come in. And uh, uh, Zach last night, and, and not just Zach, like apparently the entire world got their notifications. They get into Auburn yesterday, and I yeah. think the, I think the Alabama kids made like I think. They they just send you an email now. Do you remember when you were going? You used to get a letter, and it oh, was like a sure. big deal. I think I still got yeah. it somewhere. Yeah, and yeah. Now you just get an email. Hey, man, you made it. And, yeah. Uh, they might as well put it at the bottom, you know. And we're saving <laughs> a lot of money on mail. Um, but it's that's so Zach how they got do it. in. Zach got in. Yeah, he's in Auburn. That's our first acceptance. Yeah. So uh, we're you know we're looking at other places and all, and uh, we'll see what happens. But that's our first official one. So I was proud of that. Robin's son uh, Logan, he got his acceptance into Auburn yesterday. Yeah, so I'm telling you, it was like a mass. Yeah, it was right, a right. mass. Email they yeah. sent out is how they do it. Now. Well, how about so, that? That's yeah, but uh, you know, man, fantastic ton of kids. It was exciting watching everybody. You know, I guess find out together. Circling back to Troy, you know, you know, but people who are listening may not know. For eleven years, I was the stadium voice of the Troy Trojans. 
Um, that brings in up another Trojan first down, that kind of thing. Go. Well, uh, they play a team that's got me a little bit uh, sorted today. Uh, Texas State is coming to town, the Bobcats. And Texas State, uh, their defensive coordinator is Zach Spavital, who yeah. for about six years coached with David Gibbs, a show alum, who's, of course, now the co-defensive coordinator at UCF. We had him on um, a month or two ago. Uh, but Zach's just a fantastic guy, and he's coming with his Texas State Bobcats to take on the Troy Trojans down in Troy. I, I, I don't necessarily know what to do. I sure think a lot of Zach, yeah. but by golly, I was a stadium voice of there those Trojans. Yeah. Well, man, you know, I, I'm still amazed just again, going back to the recruitment of students and all. Oh, I think, for sure. I mean, it's a huge business, and, and, and it's incredibly important to everybody's future, you know. Yeah, well, <laughs> and, yeah uh, absolutely. I mean, it, it, it's amazing to watch. Uh, well, it's curious to spike up. You know, Trojans are up 20%. Yeah. Uh, you well, know. They've, they've got another. Uh, she was telling me they got another campus tour uh, coming up on November the 12th. So yeah. anybody that wants to go check out Troy, uh, they're doing the, you know, admissions presentation, a campus tour. And uh, I think you get tickets to the game. They're playing uh, Army that day. So go down. Oh, yeah. uh, then you can go to troy.edu slash visit. And uh, sign up for it. So uh, if anybody wants to check out Troy, that's a great time to do it. You know, not to uh, discourage people from going to college. We we certainly uh, encourage that with Troy. We encourage that with with Emory. We encourage that. But you don't have to. But Hurricane Ian, uh, uh, it brought to light something that we've been talking about for quite a long time. It says as Florida rebuilds, it's going to further hike the demand for construction workers, right? Florida was already facing what they called a drying well of experienced laborers. And so that's going to be heightened as uh, Florida has to rebuild from all this. So we've talked about learn a trade, learn a trade, learn a trade. Go get work in the Sunshine State if you have a trade uh, or, or go down there. And, and, you know, that may be your career field. There's an incredible amount of wages that are paid there. Turner Construction Company is the biggest construction yeah. company here in this country. And they, they have what's called their, um, uh, their building cost index. It increased 2.8% in the last quarter to 1,311, but they released a report which explained, hey, A, there's currently at this moment a robust market with numerous mega jobs, but there's a shortage of skilled worker, uh, a shortage of of skilled labor that's requiring contractors to be more selective in their, uh, uh, the projects that they go out there and select, but that wages are increasing to attract more labor into the industry and to incentivize skilled labor to go travel, for example, uh, going to help rebuild floor. So this is the perfect time if you're not exactly sure what college you want to go to, if you don't necessarily envision yourself in a college, to go learn one of those yeah. trades. I mean, there's plenty of programs out there. We talked about Dunn Construction and their university that's calculated to do just that. I know that Hoover has a, uh, a program right now where you literally can go yep. to trade during your your high school years. But this is really the time to go do that, and, and people are starving for it. I know I, I have a subcontractor that's electrical over in Texas, and they just had a hard time literally manning a project out in Texas, and I know they're not the only ones. That's literally a, a symptom of an overall national problem. Go learn a trade. Yeah, and uh, well, and it's not uh, everybody's having troubles hiring people. For sure, uh, but uh, For sure, yeah, absolutely. Go learn a trade. But going back to what you said on Hurricane Ian in Florida, I had this little blurb that uh, uh, we kept, talked about it a little bit last week. But uh, the Florida insurance rates have almost doubled over yeah, the last five years because yeah. of, of several things. Hurricane, and this is pre you know Hurricane Ian hitting, but. Uh, you know, they, that's over the last five years, but the insurance companies are still losing money down there. And I don't know mm. how many people have, have watched, but numerous of the companies have been declared insolvent and they're yeah. having some real issues. They're really stressed, um, the resources of these companies. Sure, and sure. then now this hurricane is hit, but, uh, 
the the article was talking about uh, the the reason that they're still losing money is it, it's more insidious is the word uh, yeah. they used uh, than hurricanes. It's not just the hurricanes is what you think of, but they're having lawsuits and fraud in Florida is insane. And oh, so you're yeah. about to see um, that's been a, lo- a lot of the reason the insurance companies have had issues too. But um, I forgot what the stat we threw out last week, but you know they got like nine percent of the homeowners insurance in the co- in the country but like 78 percent of, of the, the lawsuits yeah, on yeah. the claims and all but uh kind of in a related thing to that i mean florida is about to go up but, but they're facing the same thing uh louisiana just uh their insurance commissioner just announced this week they're going up 63 wow. percent on homeowner rates um by their the the company of last resort their citizens which florida yeah, has a similar yeah. thing that's having to absorb a lot of the problems in florida but uh that's the safety net company is citizens in Louisiana because of their exposures to, you know, uh, hurricanes and whatnot, but 63% increase. How'd you like to see that every year? Yeah. Well, that's the thing, you know, I mean, uh, people have this concept that insurance companies have unlimited resources. They don't at all. They have the resources that are born of the receipt of premium payments, right. And operating as a, uh, as a business. And so, um, you know, when you get this giant spike of claims and a giant spike of, of large losses that have to get paid out, there you go. You have it. You know, what happens when your insurance insurance company goes insolvent? That's, that's a problem that most people never want to face. Oh man. Uh, that that's going to be a growing problem. So yeah. we'll, we'll keep talking about that as we go. Hey, congrats to Patrick Cushman on his new uh, job. He's now the market president for Cadence Bank. Hey, and Cadence. Patrick's a good guy. I've known him forever, like all the way back um, back to the Burger Phillips when I was oh, managing nice. yeah, uh, yeah. that. Uh, super good guy, and uh, congrats to him for that. And, uh, hey, a quick reminder, uh, the Dub Perry Memorial Golf Tournament is coming up. Uh, that's next weekend. Scott Perry, great guy. Yes. Uh, good uh, good friend of mine. But they're doing that out at the Highland Golf uh, Highland Park Golf Course. So if anybody wants to play in that, uh, keep that in mind. That's uh, Is that next Saturday? That's next Saturday. Next in fact, Saturday. I'm going to drop the ball if I don't mention. I, I'm the uh, actually the chairman of the board for the Will Bright Foundation, which is uh, po- post-rehab uh, housing. It's also opioid crisis um uh, um, uh, information. Uh, we have our annual fundraiser is called Restoration Swings, and it's out at Top Golf, and it's next Friday morning. So come out and join us with the Wilbright Foundation at Top Golf. Yeah. It's a good way to get started, and it raises money for some really important things. Um, but advocacy for the opioid uh, crisis, and again, uh, providing a place for people to land as they come out of rehab. Hey, uh, Brock, you're an attorney. You get to comment on this. Oh, so, yeah. uh, th- uh, this was actually on the Today Show. I saw it in an article, but uh, there's a guy suing Texas Pete Hot Sauce. Yeah. Okay, on the grounds of false advertising yeah. because it he found out it was made in North Carolina, not in Texas. Yeah. Made in Winston-Salem. Of course, he found that out by looking at the label of the product. But anyway. Well, yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna read this, and then you yeah. get to comment on it. He said, this is from his attorney. Uh, by representing that it, is Tex- that it is Texas Pete brand hot sauce products or Texas products when they are not, defendant has cheated its way to a market-leading position in the $3 billion hot sauce industry oh, at the know. expense of law-abiding competitors and consumers nationwide who desire authentic Texas hot sauce. <laughs> Authentic. Texas. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Right. By way of its false marketing and labeling, defendant knowingly and intentionally capitalizes on consumers' desire to partake in the culture and authentic cuisine of one of the most prideful states in America. Yeah, there you go. So, so, what, it, so what happens with so, this? So it's Texas only, Pete says they're reviewing it. Yeah. So it's only authentic 
uh, it's only authentic Texas hot sauce if, in fact, it's made in Texas. Yeah. But if you take those identical ingredients and uh, put them together in North Carolina or Alabama or New York, for that matter, uh, suddenly that authentic set of ingredients mixed the same way that all other Texas hot sauces are made is somehow no longer authentic Texas. And again, I have to point out, there's nothing nefarious, nothing misrepresented with respect to um, uh, the place of origin of this hot sauce. And as much as he discovered from the very label that this Texas Pete hot sauce was made in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. By the way, home of Wake Forest, which is a school I wish I would have known about as a kid. That's another one we need to go take a look at. Uh, A lot of of folks I know have gone there and had a great experience. And uh, hopefully we will get up to see that in our college tour area here. But uh, uh, what else we got here? Hey, Birmingham Legion. Yeah, hey, we are st- We thought that they were having their last game at Protective Stadium. We were wrong, no. but we weren't incredible. It's just that they, they win or die, they went and won. Yeah. How they, about that, man? They got uh, That's the way to do it. You yeah. gotta, it comes down to one game. They won. Uh, yeah. So they're in the, it's the first home playoff game in Birmingham's in history. history. Yeah. So uh, we got to get there. out there. 23rd, they're playing the Pittsburgh Riverhounds uh, at what is it? Five o'clock that day, Sunday, Sunday the twenty third. Not tomorrow. It's yeah. the day. It's the week from tomorrow. We yeah. got to be there. We have yeah. got to be uh, there. I'm saying we're we're on it. Yeah, we're gonna we're get, doing that. We're not. We we don't like the Pittsburgh Riverhounds. No, nah, man. If there's somebody I hate, it's the Pittsburgh Ooh, Riverhounds. I mean, I've, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I've I've got signs against them. Yeah. I mean, it's on. Yeah. And uh, bigger and better things after that. That's a fact. I, this isn't. A, I don't know a lot about soccer. This isn't a series, right? It's a, like a one and you move on. I think it's a one and done. Yeah. Okay. I think it's a win or die. Also. All right. Uh, hey, put this on your calendar. The Alabama. CCIM chapter, which yeah. is like the commercial real estate uh, Investment. You know, industry. They have yeah. a big, uh, they call it a symposium. I don't Ooh. get to use that word very oh. much. Uh, but Friday, November the 18th, man, if you do anything with commercial real estate, that's a good thing to be at. It's yeah. the Harvard Center, and it's packed every year. They give the market reports, you know, of in Birmingham, this you know, this one's performing well, or retail, or office, all okay. that kind of stuff. Okay. So uh, be out there and do that because there's a lot of people in, in that room, uh, yeah. you know, bankers, lawyers, For sure. the brokers, all of that. All the folks involved yeah. in commercial real estate in Birmingham. Well, that's that's we got to mark our calendar for that. Yeah. And, a symposium. Uh, yes. Uh, how about this one, man? I saw this at uh, uh, thespiritbusiness.com. Uh, Sotheby's they had the uh, they just auctioned off the oldest whiskey ever and it was an 81 year I think we actually talked about this one time McAllen called the Reach okay the Reach it, the Reach uh, that thing auctioned off for three hundred and thirty two thousand dollars and change reef one bottle yeah one bottle of this and. Uh, that's that's really all you need to say. Well, we were saying, so, you know, you, you pay that for this bottle. Do you open it? Like, do you do anything with it? Because I'd be scared to open it. And then if you do open it and you decide you don't like the way this thing tastes at all, yeah. now where are Joke's you? Joke's on you. Yeah, $332,000. You know, well, they said the previous oldest whiskey sold at auction got 157000 in change. Jeez. So this was, you know. Twice as much. Yeah, twice, twice. as much. Uh, that one, the... I'm amazed people will pay that for a for a bottle of whiskey, but uh, well, that one was only 80 years old. This one was yeah. 81 years old. Uh, this is also what I like: the wooden case that this comes in. Yeah, uh, that they ship it to you in for the decanter. It was created using wood from a fallen elm tree, which oh. is thought to have been on the McAllen <laughs> estate. They're not even saying yeah, right, it is. Right, right, they, right. They, they think it came from yeah. there as they wink at you, right? Yeah, wink, wink, nudge, yeah, yeah, yeah. nudge. Yeah. So anyway, three, three. 32 for that. Uh, Birmingham Southern, back to the college stuff, too. They're having their preview day on November the 5th. Uh, so put that on the calendar if you want to go check out Birmingham Southern. Real quickly, I, I noticed I, I've called this Grocery Titans Activate, uh, you know, like Wonder Twin Powers Activate. But Kroger, did you know Kroger? You know, we, we live in an area that's so Publix rich. 
that we tend yeah. to forget that Kroger remains the number one grocery chain in the country. And we don't even have an Albertsons here, but that's the number yep. two chain in the country. And Kroger, the number one, is buying yep. the number two for $24.6 billion. By the way, that means that Elon Musk could buy that over 11 times and still have about 20, 20 yeah. billion left to do some stuff with. Uh, but but when, once they combine, uh, they'll have 5,000 stores plus some pharmacies and gas stations all across the country. Combined, they produced $209 billion last year. And to give you kind of a frame of reference, Walmart did $218 billion last year. Yeah. So they, they combined did nearly as much revenue as Walmart. So really interesting what's going on in the grocery game. Well, Brock, it's time to go to the Truett Insurance and Bonding Hotline. And that's a hotline that could be yours if the price is right. But yes. we have a friend on this yes, line. Yes, Chris Malazzo. How are you, Chris? I'm doing great. How are you guys this morning? Man, everything's good. I'm, uh, it took me a while to get it started this morning. Yeah, but, Tony uh, was moving kind of slow ooh. when I first talked to him. Yeah? Yeah. yeah well, my caffeine's kicking in, so uh, I got kind of caught up in the whiskey segment. That was uh, that was very interesting. What would you do? If you Maybe if we, you bought a, a bottle of whiskey for 330 Yeah, would you open it? Would you taste it? What would you do? Uh, I would serve it to our Boo Halloween party guest. <laughs> there you go. I don't think you would. There you go. I well, that's a great segue on that. Yeah. Hey, uh, Chris is a friend of ours, uh, but he is the kind of driving force behind the Boo Halloween party that's at B&A and has been there forever. And uh, I'm going to get you up to date because that's coming up in less than two weeks now. Yeah, right. What is that, Chris? The Friday the before Halloween. The Friday before Halloween. That is uh, Friday, October 28th at B&A Warehouse. Yeah, t- just give a little background to the party and uh, and kind of what it benefits and that kind of stuff, okay? Well, uh the first two things, the two uh, headliners are, you know, we're finally back after a COVID absence, and we're excited about that. Yeah, the 25th, right? Also, this is the 25th. 25th boo. 25th anniversary event. Yes, 25th anniversary event. Um, and so those are the two big things. Uh, we're, we're back at our home at uh, BNA Warehouse. And, um, you know, when – for your listeners that are not aware of the Boo Halloween party, um, our guests, uh, we, we have repeat guests every year, and they like to describe the event as three parties in one because we've got all kind of stuff going on. We've got a live band. We've got Flyby Radio. We've got DJ Mark AD, who's one of the best and has become a friend of the party. We do karaoke. By the way, we coined that term years ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, we didn't get we didn't get with Brock to license it, but right, uh, right. anyway, we did. We, and by the way, Brock used it. to do some DJing there, and uh, yeah, did, yeah. The, uh, the, uh, well, I, re- I remember your uh, Chief Funks a lot. Yeah, costume. Chief Funks a lot. That yeah. was a good one. Yep, that's right. That's right. But uh, you know, you can't do that forever. So I had to give up that torch. Well, if you ever want to turn, Brock, I'm sure we can uh, we can get with Mark, and he can, he can let you do a set <laughs> if you feel like uh, kind of pulling out the old uh, DJ chops again. Right, right. But. Uh, yeah, we're really excited about the event, and, um, you know, it benefits the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, and the great thing about that is that the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society volunteers will be on-site working the event for us, so it's not just a charity that, um, you know, a check is cut and it's mailed to Kansas or something like that. We, You will see the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society volunteers as soon as you arrive because they'll be working the entrance. So that's kind of a cool thing that we, we get to team up with them and um, help out uh, help out a very worthy cause. Yeah, and uh, they've been involved for a long 
time as well. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. That's a long time. Yeah, we've been connected yeah. with them for a for a really long time. And, um, you know, back to the party itself, we have um, we've used the tagline Birmingham's biggest and baddest Halloween party for probably as long as we've had Leukemia and Lymphoma Society as our benefactor. And, you know, it's a pretty bold statement, but we wouldn't do that if we weren't doing everything in our power to just put on the best party we can. So, um, you know, we hope for anybody in Birmingham that's, that's into Halloween or is just looking for a great time uh, to check us out on Facebook or Instagram or go to our uh, website at com. Get all the information on the event. Uh, I do need to say it is a 21 and up event. Yeah. So, um, well, and yeah, the party, for- uh, typically, I'm going to tell you, uh, and it's coming back after an absence, but uh, typically there's, I'm going to say, 700 to 1,000 people here. Oh, yeah. Um, I think, yeah. Uh, you know, so it's a big party and, uh, and it's a lot of fun. We're on the air it right is, now. With, I, whoops, I'm sorry. We, we're on the air right now with Chris Malazzo, one of the main Boo brothers of the Boo Halloween party. And what I was going to say is it's interesting how, uh, as we've gone through the years, the B&A Warehouse used to be there kind of by itself. You sort of had to sort of find it, uh, each yeah. Boo party. Yeah. And now all of a sudden there's this railroad park that Regions went in across field. the street and this Regions Field that went next door. And now that's the hip and happening place. Yeah. Yeah, Wait. definitely. All the all those buildings down there were, were old you know, warehouses and distribution centers and, and things like that. And, uh, it's, it's incredible. You know, you got regions park there and it's, it's really kind of become, uh, apartments are all over. Oh Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, um, we're, we're kind of dating ourselves with that information, but well, the, uh, uh, yeah, it's true. The the party too, this just tells you how old it was. That was the first party at B and a that had when they got their liquor license. That's right. The first event. Yeah. 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 uh, there's they, a, there's a long the marriage there. That day. <laughs> yeah. I remember, uh, I remember, uh, uh, everybody was freaked out thinking, uh, that that wasn't going to happen and they got, they oh, literally sure. got it that day. So, uh, but and that yeah. was boo four. Yeah. And tons, I mean, seriously, tons of people have been to that party over the years. Um, you know, you've seen people, uh, dating, married, divorced children. I mean, you've seen the, the, the entire spectrum of relationships come through that party over the yeah, years. Yeah, no, that's a fact. Life happens at Boo. Yes, it does. Uh, but yeah. Uh, and by the way, if you like to make con- uh, costumes, if you're really good at that, uh, this is a good opportunity to make some money off of that as you guys aren't just giving away like a $50 bill to the winners. What, what goes to the winners of the costume contest this year? Well, the costume contest we have at midnight, and uh, there's a percentage of people that are that are there just for the costume contest. Now they come for the other things, but um, we have an individual winner that will walk away with five hundred dollars cash. We have a group winner that will walk away with five hundred dollars cash. Um, we have an individual second place is $250 in cash. And then we have free RIPs and, and some other things that we're, that we're working on. Uh, we have a, um, a funniest costume, um, prize that would be a, uh, a comedy club gift certificate. So, um, you know, we may see a costume that doesn't fit into a particular category and, you know, just pull out a couple hundred bucks and, and give it to the person because, yeah. We weren't aware of a category, but um, some of these people really go all out on the oh, costumes. Extraordinary. And it's it's really, 
it, it, it's incredible. And one of the main questions I get is, Chris, how do I win the costume contest? <laughs> so um, there's no magic formula, but I'll tell you this, and the first one is going to be extremely cliche, but try to do something that nobody else has done. Right. And try to – you can take an existing concept, uh, costume – and change it around and, and, and kind of add your own touches, and that's good. Look, if you're going into a, um, a Halloween store and just grabbing something off the rack, that, that's great. We, we would love to have you. That's probably not going to put you in the top three, though, because some of these people are, are just incredibly talented, and um, some of the things we've seen, Tony, I don't know if you remember this. We, um, I, I think you, you may have been at this event. Um, we had a guy that came in with like a 12 foot, like giant vulture costume, and he was kind of limited to standing against the wall and just posing for, uh, (laughs) photographs all night, but he made this thing himself. I think he told us he had been working on it for nine or 10 months and, um, you know, the judges get up close and personal and check things out and, um, you know, they, uh, they're going to make sure that the people that put the most work into their costumes get it. But, uh, you know, it's a great time, and, um, you know, we're looking forward to being back. Yeah. Uh, you know, the thing, there's, uh, it's, it's, let, let me preface this by saying it's a very safe event, you yes, know, but uh, there's only been one incident there. <laughs> Over the years, it wasn't there though. No, it wasn't it at was, BNA. This yeah. was in the early nope. days of yeah. it. But uh, this this is almost impossible to believe. But two separate people like came to that party. You know, yeah, did not know each other and all that. Right. But uh, one was dressed up as Jesus, yeah, and one was dressed up as the devil, yeah, and they got into a fight legitimately. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, uh, you, you can't make that up yeah. either. Nope. But that's that's the that one. was the only incident that's ever happened, and it was, and it was quickly quelled. But uh, yeah. that was something to see. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. before we had security, but fortunately, um, BNA puts it all there. You know, it, it it was a fight, but it wasn't much of a fight. No, no. I think they worked things out in the end. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. You know, so uh, but yeah, uh, kind of recap it one more time. What's the date? It is Friday, October twenty eighth at BNA Warehouse. Uh, it's a twenty one and up event. And we will be packing the warehouse full of entertainment. Um, we have, uh, we will have a psychic there if you feel like doing a reading. So is the, uh, we, the photo we, booth is always uh, pretty pretty packed. Is that coming back? Free photo booth, definitely. Uh, there are two ways. Uh, well, the second most popular question I get is, how do we get tickets? Well, you can just show up the night of the event. You can pay by cash, Venmo, or credit card. The general admission is $25. We also have RIP packages, which is our version of the VIP package. And the RIP package includes admission for two, uh, 10 drink tickets, good for beer, wine, or a uh, mixed drink, and you're guaranteed two event T-shirts. I say guaranteed two event T-shirts because the first T-shirts that we give away are going to go away, are going to go to our RIP guests. Um, we do something that no other event does. You know how you go to a concert and you pay 40 bucks for the, the band's T-shirt? We give our event T-shirts away. The first 500 people through the door get one. So if you're a general a deal. person and you're into the T-shirt, I would suggest you get there maybe by 9, 9.30 to, to grab one because they go fast. Yeah. 
Uh, well, man, everybody, uh, we got to run, Chris, but uh, everybody put that on the calendar. Uh, two weeks from last night is when it's going down at B&A Warehouse, the Boo Halloween Party. Anything you want to say to wrap up? Uh, no, just everybody. Uh, just looking forward to seeing everybody out there, and it is absolutely great. Hey, is the uh, have some cool fall weather and mm-hmm. is that is that uh is that business. is that weird magician coming back? <laughs> no, no, we, we said goodbye to him. I don't know if that's promoting this event. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he forgot to wear he forgot to wear a costume. So just some guy came up like, "You want to see me do a card trick?" No, I don't. <laughs> I, don't. I don't at all. Thanks. Yeah. Oh. Well, you know, you know, they're not always, you know, you strike out every now and then and try to do something different. Sure. And uh, and that didn't work. But no, no magicians this year. Yeah, there's always there's always effort though. Yeah. Well, man, uh, great talking to you and uh, uh, everybody we'll get out there and do it. Yeah, yeah. Come out to boo. Yeah, absolutely. Sounds good, man. Tony Brock, thanks so much. Y'all have a great day. All right, All right see thanks. you, Chris. Yeah, that's Chris Malazzo, right. one of the boo, the, the head, would you say? Yeah. I don't know, one of the head guys of the Boo Brotherhood. By the way, Tony is part of the Boo Brotherhood, and he's got on his Boo 23. Yeah, I forgot. I got yeah. on the Boo shirt he's, today. Yeah, but uh, go out to Boo 25. It's the 25th anniversary at the B&A Warehouse. It's always the Friday before thanks, uh, Friday before Halloween, uh, just like the third Saturday in October is something. So is the Friday before halloween and that is the boo halloween party go yeah. to it on the 28th at the bna warehouse another funny thing about that party that uh lives on was uh chris is trying to do the, the costume contest one year this is several yeah. years back and some guy there was uh was hulk yeah. okay he was dressed up as hulk and so chris is trying to talk and do that and hulk keeps interrupting him you know hulk good costume <laughs> you know and keeps yelling and it keeps interrupting chris so chris finally just snaps yeah snaps like you know shut up hulk <laughs> you know so you that's a lot of fun though come out and join yeah, us yeah no it definitely is and, uh, and it's it's been interesting like i say just to see the evolution of the party to see the evolution yeah. of the area, the evolution of the B&A warehouse. It's going to be interesting to me, too, to see now that there are all those different uh, apartments in the area. Yeah, people uh, come. Yeah, this may be a well, be. well-attended well event. Yeah, well, bring it on, man. We would love to do it. Hey, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Truett Insurance and Bonding. Uh, if you make it, build it, fix it, drive it, or live in it, we want to mm. talk to you about insuring it. Insure. So uh, bring it on, particularly if you don't you know, just love your agent. Uh, you know, if you we, don't know your agent. Yeah, we talk to people that, that just want us to handle it for them. We would love to do that for you if you can. We might be a great fit we try our best uh 31 years we've been doing it locally owned you know it, it isn't one of these giant brokers uh, that have been buying everybody up that uh, are in whatever new york chicago london uh we're right here uh hopefully try to be part of the community uh, i try my best so yeah. uh, bring oh, it on with the uh, contractors i do all the uh bid p- performance and payment bonds i handle that myself so if you need help in that area we'd love to set you up a bond line like i said this week we've been really busy with that but we also do things you know restaurants and uh dentists veterinarians all the medical stuff uh, garages and auto repair hotel owners pretty much all of it uh home and auto bring it on uh, we would love to help you Truett insurance and bonding truettinsurance.com oh yeah absolutely do it with true it with true it brock uh the navy Man has got some yeah. cool stuff going on. They, sure do. Uh, they just uh, they just had their their birthday, their two hundred forty seventh yeah. birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but they just uh, threw out a new aircraft carrier, and yes. I think it's a new class of carrier. It is. They're moving on with some new tech uh, technology and all. But it was deployed. I guess this was last week, actually. But sure. uh, 
the USS Gerald Ford left from Norfolk uh, out for their test, and uh, it was commissioned by President Trump in 2017. There's two yeah. more of these things under construction, the USS Kennedy and USS Enterprise. Yeah. But uh, do you know what any of this means, the yes. EMOL system? Electromagnetic Aviation Launch System. Ooh. How about that? So they're going away from the catapult thing? Well, it's or? still a catapult, but it's not operated by steam. It's operated by an electromagnetic system. And so one of the problems that they had originally is that um, electromagnetic technology was such that they really were having a problem uh, getting this thing set up uh, in, in such a way to, to house what was required to generate all that electromagnetic energy. Now, we're five years into the advancement of that technology, so I don't know what that's going to mean with respect to the Kennedy and the Enterprise. Uh, the Gerald Ford would almost by definition have the least advanced version of that technology, but it was a, it, it's a great concept. Um, it was a difficult thing to implement, um, but it's, uh, it's supposed to be an advance off of using steam for sure. Well, they've also, I know these things have some new radar type oh, systems oh, they're using. You, you and, wouldn't uh, believe have, the technology. The technology that's in these things is yeah, just amazing. For but, sure. Uh, that's pretty cool stuff. Hey, uh, also, put on your uh, – this isn't even in your calendar. Just remember this. Tomorrow out at Rickwood, uh, they're doing that home run derby that yeah. Andrew Jones, you know, that used to play at, uh, with, with the, the Braves Brados, forever. Yeah. Uh, he's out there, and they've also got, if you remember, Desmond Jennings and uh, Brandon Moss. Some of those guys will be out there too. But uh, 15 bucks uh, starts at, what, 2 o'clock? That ought to be yeah. pretty, pretty fun. America's oldest ballpark. I've never actually been there. I'm, I'm sort of intrigued and, and may end up going out there. I, I, saw I may Desmond, go with you, man. Yeah, Desmond Jennings with the Rays. I didn't realize he was – was born in Birmingham, 55 career dingers. Yeah, uh, Brandon Moss, yeah. the A's had 160 in his career, but Mike Cameron with the White Sox had belted out 278 home runs in his career. Man, go to rickwood.com to That's get some right. more info on that. Yeah. Uh, Van, our uh, Truett News Radio alum, Sean of the South, Sean Dietrich, he's playing the Fort Payne uh, Opera House. And uh, that is next weekend as well, uh, 6 p.m. So if you want to uh, do something cool, go up to Fort Payne and check that out. Uh, he does a great job with his, you know, music and storytelling. Yeah, and all. yeah absolutely. Uh, I've had this on here forever, and we just haven't gotten to it. But uh, another Truett News Radio alums, Hunter Renfro and John Boone over yeah. at Orchestra Partners. They're doing they're, good they're things. They're Marcus Hill on Morris uh, Development down uh, on more, off Morris Avenue and First Avenue North is really cool looking place yeah, by the fantastic. way they, they do great stuff very well uh, done but they are uh, that won a i guess this is the grand aurora award for best mixed use project at the southeast building conference again this is a little bit old we've yeah. had it on here and just hadn't gotten to it but uh those guys do a fantastic job well and you know they announced i think we talked about it last week that they're going to be uh bringing in a um kind of a video yeah, over golf over group. by bna warehouse yeah, in Rickwood, their development exactly right. over there too and they're doing that uh what's the big uh the steam plant the they're plant. redoing it and it has the, the alamo draft house coming in yep and Again, they, fantastic stuff they do. They announced some really neat plans, too, for Phoenix City, Alabama. Uh, they brought yeah. them on board to try and revitalize their downtown area. So they're all over the place. And, of course, as they were on our show, that was sort of their point, is uh, one of their passions is to go in and do what they can to revitalize small right. towns. Um, we were talking about the artist, uh, Sean of the South, uh, the, and we were talking about uh, artists who create yeah. Halloween costumes at the Boo Halloween Party. There were some artists that created an incredible mural in Concord, New Hampshire, it was oh, a four-story yeah. building, and it has naturally these kind of uh, angled staircases. And by golly, they re they it's replicated amazing. a scene from Donkey Kong. Yeah, you got to see it. 
It's unbelievable. I mean, it looks awesome. Uh, where is that at? It's a Concord, yeah. New Hampshire. Took them hundreds of hours to paint the larger-than-life Donkey Kong scene, but it's well worth looking. Google it. Go see it. But uh, w- what a fantastic mural. Hey, this is uh, one last thing, and then we're going back to the hotline. But uh, I-, I can't let this day pass without uh, – this is an important day in sports history. Ooh. October fifteenth, 1981. Yes. Okay, professional cheerleader Crazy George Henderson <laughs> yes. led the first-ever wave. And you don't know that you've been affected by Crazy George, but yeah, you have. it's been part of your life, whether yeah. you know it or not. Crazy George uh, did all this stuff, and it's it, amazing history. I was reading about him yesterday. I, did, yeah. I didn't even know who he was, but he uh, he started going to soccer games, and he had a drum, and everybody started wanting to do what he did. And so, like uh, uh, Lamar Hunt, you know, that owns the Chiefs and all that, saw him because he owned a soccer team, so he hired him to start doing football stuff. Yeah, and uh, then the team started all like bidding for his services. Yeah, and uh, there was actually an incident. I think it was the Vikings and the Steelers. This cracks and me the, up. The Vikings quarterback Tommy Kramer, I remember him. Yeah. he was uh, he was. They were outraged that yeah. this guy was making noise while they were trying to call plays and was disrupting what they were doing. Yeah, yeah. And the Vikings like filed some kind of grievance and all that, but. Uh, then they turned around. Uh, and then they turned around and hired him. <laughs> so crazy, George. But anyway, today at the uh, it was the the Oakland A's and the Yankees were playing in the playoffs, and uh, he completed. He had been working on it a little bit, but nobody had ever been able. Nobody to do knew it. what it was. So this was the day, and there's documented proof of it. But it was the first wave that ever happened at a stadium. How about that? How about the that? First fan crazy wave. George Henderson. Yep. All right, let's go to the hotline. If I hit the right button, here we go. Jamie Speakman. Jamie, you with us? I'm with you, man. How are you, Tony? Hey, doing great, man. Uh, so glad you joined us. This is Jamie Speakman. He is the founder of the uh, Coleman, Coleman Daily. Daily website, which yeah. this whole story, man, is amazing to me. Uh, Jamie, I want you to kind of get into it. You were sort of doing a different career and, and you know, had gotten to a point you kind of wanted to try something different, and you started this, and it's been a massive success. Yes, sir. We, uh, You know, I was – did the same thing you do i was in the insurance business for a long long time and uh just kind of um wanted to try something different and uh i liked the idea of the media world and uh but we wanted to do it in a different way and so that's where uh coleman daily was founded uh myself and a guy named sam roberts uh we put it together about three years ago and uh thankfully we have been extremely blessed and have grown to the uh, to the largest news outlet here in Coleman, but uh, we've grown it to over about ninety, a little over ninety thousand followers now. That's amazing. Wow. I mean, kind of because y'all didn't. I mean, you didn't have a background really in any of this, did you? No. Matter of fact, uh, myself, Sam, no one on our team actually has any kind of journalism uh, degree. Nobody has a background in that. It was just something that we want, we saw a need for it here in Coleman and to put out news in a different way. You know, a lot of, most news is all the same. Yeah. Uh, and we just kind of wanted to do things, you know, a little bit different, give, you know, give different options out there and, and get on the average person's level. Uh, and, and I think that's paid off. Uh, we, uh, we wanted to be able to express our faith. Uh, that has been a huge part of, uh, Coleman Daily and our success, I think, is not being ashamed to express our faith yeah. uh, out there. Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. Tr- trust in him and he will act, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I mean, I'm amazed, though, to go from basically zero to 90,000 followers. You know, you had to, uh, 
I'm sure you've had to learn a lot about whatever algorithms and how that works, or did everybody just go and, and do it? I mean, what all is involved in kind of building up an audience like that? Yeah, there, you know, I think there's a lot that goes into it. Um, you know, when it comes to social media, you've got to study. You've got to study it, be on top of it every single day, know how to put it out, when to put it out. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of things going to it, but you've got to be able to overcome those algorithms. Uh, you don't want to do anything that's going to hurt your platform. Uh, you got to constantly stay on top of it and, and continue to let it grow. Um, and that, that's something I, I really think our team uh, does a g- great job of is being able to, um, like I said, we study it every day. We look at reports. We look at numbers um, and do what we got to do. You know, when it comes to advertisement, you know, if, you, if we don't want anybody to advertise with us if, we're, if they're not going to be able to get a return on that uh, and, a, and a great return on that. So, you know, there's things that we do on Coleman Daily that – uh, is probably, like I said, it's outside of the norm from your normal news outlet. Uh, and, and a lot of times we're doing this to make sure that our engagements are up. We, we want the engagements to be as high as we can because if someone's going to spend that money to advertise, we, again, we want them to be able to get the biggest bang for their buck and, and, and do them justice. So it is, there's a lot of work, that, there's a lot more work that goes into it than what we thought when we first started. Yeah. Um, uh, but but it's a lot of fun, too. And it's something that is just constantly uh, mesmerizing, like that, just because there's so much that changes with social media. Uh, it's just amazing to me, like the different things that we have to keep up with and, um and know, and like I said, know what to do to be able to push the stuff out to get the get the best investments yeah. out of it. Well, Jamie, you were talking about too. I mean, y'all aren't like you know trained journalists or anything, but I mean, you're going out covering the stories. Y'all do everything from, I mean, just it's hyper local, which is I think is great. But I mean, you're covering sports and just the local news and kind of your spin, I guess, on some of the other stuff. I mean, what do y'all really kind of focus on? I mean, we focus on on pretty much everything. You know, I think one thing that really sets us apart is we don't really sit behind a desk and wait for the news to come to us. Um, we've got a you know got a great team that we're always out and about, uh, talking to people, meeting with people, uh, building relationships with people. Um, you know, try you know doing everything we can, and try not to burn those bridges, and and have people trust in us. Uh, and I feel like if they trust in you, then, you know, they'll help you out. So we're not just sitting there waiting for the news to come to us. You know, we're out there doing everything we can to get it. Um, you were talking about sports. You know, when we started, uh, a normal, you know, newspaper-type media outlet is, you know, they're going to go cover their games. They're going to put up these big, long articles about the whole game. And, and that's great and wonderful. We You know, we do that. But... Again, what we wanted to do it from the beginning was uh, do something a little bit different. We, you know, we go out. We may take two to three hundred pictures at a game, and and post, you know, several galleries of pictures each Friday night or uh, of football games, for example. And you know, and we don't do that to make any money. We do that because we want to uh, give those students, those athletes, and those parents the chance to be able to go on there and get those up-close uh, photographs that normally they're not able to get. 
We're on the air right now with uh, Jamie Speakman with the Coleman Daily website, and that, that's a fascinating point. You know, is is uh, go out there and, uh, and and engage by providing something that the community really wants. So, for example, I, I I'm a, a a member of a CrossFit gym, and and uh, within that little area in social media, what they've discovered is people want to see photos of of themselves uh, in, in an active setting, working out. And so, I, I translate that over to what you're saying. What a what a great way to have families by definition get on and, and, and activate and interact with your website, you know, on something as quote unquote simple as the local football game. Uh, but you've also mentioned uh, the team, uh, you, you know, obviously it was, it was your concept, but with the uh, word team, there were people helping. How many people are on this team now? Right now we, uh, we're working with about, we've got, a, including Sam and I, we've got about 12, uh, 12 members that work with us. Oh, wow. Uh, and they're just kind of scattered all over the county. Uh, we, we actually have some, uh, down in Birmingham. Uh, I've got a couple guys down in Birmingham that they do, uh, some of our weather stuff. So, you know, we don't have to, you know, they don't get used a whole lot, but they are essentially our weather team. Um, and we've got guys, like I said, in Birmingham, uh, the main weather guys here in Coleman, we've got a guy that's, uh, out of the, uh, out of Decatur that helps with us. So, um, you know, it's kind of spread all over the place and we have such a large reach that we have to do that it, it's not just local you know most of the stuff that we cover and talk about is coleman but we also have such a large reach uh that you know i mean we've got followers from all over the united states uh we, we actually put out a post a couple months ago just asking people where you know to comment where you're following us from and the furthest one that we could you know we found on there was north pole alaska oh wow and ironically the lady used to live in coleman uh several years ago but uh you know she uses uh uses our platform to uh to follow you know still keep up with the news here uh here in coleman and i, I was going to say one more thing about the sports that uh you know i feel like we do a little bit different you know uh, you know if you get the newspaper and you're reading it and it's about a football game Typically, all you're seeing is just football. Um, we, when we go cover a game, we don't want it to just be football. You know, those cheerleaders, they work just as hard. Yep, sure, Band sure. members work just as hard. And and what we've actually found is that those band parents, oh, for sure. they are the ones that help your engagements more than anything because they, they very rarely get any kind of coverage. Yeah. Um, so that's something, and it's not just going in and doing football. It's covering the whole game, everybody there, and I think that uh, that helps a lot when it comes to the sports side of things. Well, that makes a lot of uh, sense. I mean, those bands—they're they're doing preseason camps too. You know, they they put yeah. a lot of time into yeah, it. Yeah, that's yeah, that's really brilliant to get all those different students and their families yeah. involved and engaged. Hey, Jamie, we got to run uh, to get some get wrapped up for the day. I wish we could keep talking to you. Is there anything uh, you'd like to throw out in in closing, man? I just I'm amazed at the whole story oh, of, sure. of how you built this thing up and it's been so successful. Because I think didn't you say y'all are like double or triple what the the actual kind of newspaper following is? Did I make that up? Well, here here in Coleman, uh, like I said, we've got uh, got a little over ninety thousand followers. Um, I think I think the next closest up here is roughly around forty five thousand, something like that. That's amazing. Uh, but the, you know, hey, they all do a great job, and we we essentially have five news outlets in Coleman. 
we all do things different. We all sure. bring something yeah. different to the table. And and you know, and and I highly respect everything the other ones do. Um, you know, they do they, they do a really good job at what they do. And um, I, I just think this local thing, though. I mean, like uh, yeah. we have people doing it here in different ways. And I mean, it, Manny, you're plugging in on a level that 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 most people aren't they're looking for right. for a bigger story or whatever in the but the people want to read about the about them you know yeah, absolutely their neighbors i think it's a great idea right absolutely and and you know taking something and just spotlighting kids each week or, or an adult something that somebody out in the community that, that's typically not a normal news article um uh, you know but finding that stuff being out in the community and finding that stuff that you know if it's a if it's a kid at school that, you know, we had a kid not too long ago at Coleman High School. She was 17 years old and got her pilot license. Oh, yeah. wow. To school. I mean, I, I thought, I thought that's hey, that's story. cool. We had an, I had another kid that, that she plays on a varsity basketball team. And as you can imagine, how you know, how much time she has to put in to practice and play games for the varsity uh, team. But yet she she would finish practice and leave leave her practice and go and coach a uh, little second graders for oh. uh, a youth basketball team. You know, that's that's something that's, uh, you know, not normal. So, you know, finding stories like that. and Yeah, it's compelling. You know, for sure. Yeah. Right. Well, hey, man, we got to run. Have a great weekend, and uh, we'll get you back on sometime because, again, I think it's amazing, and Coleman is basically, you know, a bedroom community of Birmingham, too. I mean, for there's sure. a ton of back and forth, and Coleman's going to just keep growing. Oh, yeah. But the location between Birmingham and Huntsville. So, I mean, you guys are going to – Keep killing it, and I'd love to hear kind of what your future plans are and all, but uh, we'll have to do that another time, okay? Absolutely. Hey, thank you, Tony. Thank you, Brock. All right, Jamie, have a good weekend. Yeah, that's Jamie Speakman. Yes, sir. With the Coleman Daily website. What a fascinating little story. And it really uh, is. Uh, Brock, I got something for you here. uh, I I think this is interesting. The Alabama State Parks, it's really, uh, I think it's Alabama or Outdoor Alabama. Uh, They're they're having a big photography contest going on, uh, but the deadline to get your photos and all in is October 31st. So. Uh, if you go, I think you got to go take pictures of the state parks and things like that. But if, uh, if that's what you do, man, this is a good deal. You can check it out at outdooralabama.com slash photo contest, or go to the state parks thing, which is, uh, alapark.com and, uh, check out, uh, all about the, the contest and those state parks. Well, even if you don't win, what a great opportunity to go out there and have yeah, uh, this a, time a, a of great year, time getting I some mean, exercise. This weather we've been having is amazing. Yeah. Uh, there's also a new thing coming up in Gulf Shores. They're doing, uh, you know, they, they did the National Shrimp Festival. Uh, yes. Was that last weekend? I think that was, yeah. But they got another one. I think all these communities are doing a, an amazing job of keeping, uh, you know, people coming down there throughout the, the summer season or whatever. But the uh, Coastal Alabama Food Truck and Craft Beer Festival uh, is going to be on November the 12th and 13th down at uh, Gulf Place, which is basically where the, you know, you, the town green. Yeah, where you run into the into the beach down there at the yeah. T in Gulf Shores. So uh, that ought to be pretty fun. And I wouldn't mind going to that, actually. Yeah, the Food Truck and Craft Beer Festival. Yeah, be I bet good, they have a big drinks. crowd for that in Gulf Shores. Yeah, one of my absolutely. favorite places. Well, listen, I'm hearing a little bit of music in the background. Who are you? I am Tony Truitt with Truitt Insurance and Bonding. 
Uh, we'd love to work with you with any of your insurance uh, needs or any bonds, uh, contractors, licensed bonds, uh, you know, probate bonds, attorneys, y'all need help. We'd love to do it. Uh, anything you need, we'll do it and love all the business coverage for everybody. We do a ton of that. I'm Brock Murphy with Brock G. Murphy Law Firm. Love to help you out if you're a small business, have any transactional or litigation needs. If you're a commercial subcontractor, love to help you out as well. Uh, 205-313-6360. Did you know? Man, Brock, I'm ready for this. Did you know in ancient Asia, Ooh. death by elephant was a pretty popular means of execution Ooh. and torture. What? Elephants turn out to be pretty smart, so you can teach them how to like step on your head ah. or things like that and really hurt you. So that's an interesting this, thing. This is not good. Did you know that 55 batteries were just found in a woman's body the other week? They were double A, triple A. It's the highest number ever reported. Five were passed, 46 removed from the stomach, but four had to be snaked through in order to be removed. Ugh. Yeah. How about this? Did you know Coca-Cola first sold their delicious concoction yeah. in cans in Ooh. 1960. Well, how about that? Did you know that Yuma, Arizona, home of the criminals, that was one of our fun little mascots last year, they have the most extreme climate in the U.S., the least rain, three inches a year, most days above 90, the most sun, and the least humidity. I got another one. Did you know the world's oldest bottle of wine dates back to 325 B.C. and what? is housed in a museum in Germany? Good grief. How much is that thing worth? Man, I know. Well, we're out of here for this weekend. Everybody join us back next Saturday for Truett News Radio. Birmingham. Damn, we'll see.